everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of ATL Nerdcast. I am the GOAT. Not with me today is my man Mecha Kid. I'm rolling solo today, but so I'm going to keep it short and simple. We're going to talk about a couple things. But be sure to uh, check out my man Mecha Kid on his Twitch, uh, twitch.tv or whatever. But it's Mecha, uh, M-E-C-H-A underscore K. Uh, K-I-double-D, sorry. Mecha underscore Kid. Uh, yeah, check him out there. And uh, Game Lag is the other Twitch. It's him and... Um, uh, Rob the uh, the bar Baker the barge who's uh, joined us on the show a couple of times. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry you missed out today and everything. Thank you for everybody following us live on our Facebook at ATL Nerdcast. Um, thank you for everybody listening at home on Spotify, Google, and all that other stuff that uh, we are found on. Let go. Uh, this was a big week. Last week we did an episode on uh, WrestleMania and everything, and our guy Kofi Kingston won. Now a lot of people are like are buzzing about it. It's been big news. An African-American guy has won the WWE Championship. But uh, with that said, a lot of people bring up uh, really, really great points that I, I just briefly want to talk about, uh, about that championship and about that statement that an African, the first time an African-American has won the WWE Championship. One, I know it's wrestling. I know it doesn't mean anything, but it's a billion-dollar company who's never had African-American representation like this. People bring up Booker T and Mark Henry, who were championship, who were champions in the company. Here's the thing. Vince, because he had uh, when he crushed all his competitors, Vince McMahon had a lot of talent on influx. He created two, essentially two different brands. So instead of SmackDown and Raw being the same show, he had SmackDown and Raw, and they all had their different sets of titles. The, the other title was called like the World Heavyweight Championship. All the people that you can name, Mark Henry and, uh, and uh, who's the Ellen Booker T, two-time MVP, uh, was it, what's it uh, Hall of Famer MVP. He, that is the title that they won, the World Heavyweight Championship. The title that bears the name of his company, the one that he actually puts more effort into, that's the one that we're talking about, the WWE Championship. It's a representation thing. Now, another thing that always gets brought up is The Rock. Yes, The Rock is African-American or African. His dad is Canadian, but uh, no, and his dad is Dwayne, uh, Soul Man Rocky Jansen, uh, African-American, one of the first tag team champions in the, the company, a Hall of Famer in his own right and everything. Ask your kids what The Rock is. And they'll actually say, most likely, Samoan or, or something. It's a, The Rock reps that hard. You look at him, and you would know that he's a, an islander. Some people, a lot of people thought he was Hispanic and things. But uh, even growing up, he reps that side so hard. He's proud of his heritage. There is nothing wrong with that. Uh, when he comes to the events, he brings his family. But it's, it's always his mother who is a part of the world-famous Anoa'i family. Um, it's a representation thing. He's known for Moana and doing hakas and stuff and, and his Samoan tribal tattoos. He's not known for repping hard, at least, that African-American side. I don't, I'm not saying he hides it. I'm not saying he's not even proud of it. I'm just saying it's not a thing... That when you when you think of the rock offhanded, it's ever come up. 
even his time in the Nation of Domination, which was like this fake uh, black supremacy group back in the 90s. Uh, it was a fake thing for WWE. The Rock always came off as different, like he wasn't really part of the whole shtick. And he used that as a jumping point for his career. It was great for him. It was great. I'm not I'm not shitting on any of the, the, his accomplishments or anything that he's done. As far as representation, even when he got the titles and everything, he was the big bad Samoan dude. He was proud of his heritage. He was he he always reps that he is the grandson of Peter Maivia. When he started, his name was Rocky Maivia. Rocky for his dad, again, Soul Man Rocky Jansen, and and Maivia had to be on there for his grandfather, for his his family line, for who he is. He he reps that side so hard. So now here we have Kofi Kingston in twenty nineteen after the 50 plus years this company been around kofi kingston you look at him he is unmistakably black <laughs> he's got the dreads to match uh he, he crazy talented he's been in the company for uh, almost 12 years kept his head down uh stayed out of trouble no controversies that's another big thing the rock has plenty of controversies on him but uh no controversies attached to him does has been doing consistently good work even later in his in his career, when he was very much an afterthought, he did this whole New Day thing with Xavier Woods, who was a doctor, by the way, got his doctorate while he's been wrestling all these years. And uh, Big E, just one of the most charismatic, big athlete dudes that you've ever seen. Um, he created the New... He's been in the New Day, and they, they have just blown up. And, and it's come to this, where as a unit, they have been able to take this title... The WWE Championship is around his waist. And it's everything about it has been beautiful. From his brothers, those two Afrin, those two names, like I said, Xavier Woods and uh and Big E, exalting him the whole whole time. To to the storyline which had racial connotations. Uh but not just that. Uh, there's one point where somebody says, People like us have to work twice as hard to get ha- half as far. And that people, it was such an open-ended line that a lot of people I heard were debating what he meant. Like, did he mean directly the race thing? Or did he mean people who, like, just stay on the grind and do everything they're supposed to do and then just can't get a leg up? Or, you know, the the those people who, like, are just, I guess, biding their time or, or just working hard and it's only seen as half of what they are. It's everything all in one. It was beautiful and it just happened to be the best card on the match at the 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 Super Bowl of this sports of the Super Bowl of the sport, the cornerstone of every the, the sixth biggest sports brand in the world, WrestleMania. It happened live and it was beautiful. He won. He brought his two kids into the ring. His wife is smoking hot, by the way. I, I didn't know that. But he brought his two kids into the ring and then they held up the title. I'm seeing pictures of and video of people with their kids who are young African American men picking up watching the match happen, picking up the title and actually saying, Look, Dad, I'm Kofi. Look, Mom, I'm Kofi. Like it's representation. That's what happened with Black Panther. There was a black superhero who who didn't need to who wasn't shooting drugs like Blade. I'm sorry, Blade had 
big scenes where he was like shooting drugs. It wasn't a rated R movie. It was available for everybody. He was fucking slick. He wasn't going around uh, being abusive. He was a king and he had no problems with it. Even the villains in those were strong and damn near positive, <laughs> though violent and everything. Uh, you know, the models to see. It's a representation thing. That is the key word in all this stuff. So when you see people exalt it and uh, change their profile pictures or start talking about it, uh, that is what I want you to take a take from it. In the same week that uh, Nipsey Hussle has been taken away from this earth, tragically, it's weird to see so many people exalt him when they weren't talking about him. And I, I, uh, I was talking to... My good man Ken, who check out all of uh, Dead End, Dead End, uh, Dead End Studios' other podcasts. He's on them all the time. He's a great man. He said, uh, "I wonder if Nipsey knew how much love he had before he died. Like, just how almost like how genuine is this? Like, was he being told this beforehand? Why are we so quick to exalt people when they get taken or they're gone or they go to jail? Why do we have their back then when?" But in times like this with Kofi Kingston or like a Black Panther, when we have full on representation, when something great has happened, uh, I would also like to add, uh, uh, was a key? Uh, no, Jordan Peele for his work uh, over the last year. Could be because everything was this year. That was, uh, well, no, no, no. Get, get Out was probably the year before. But you had Get Out, Us, and this new Twilight Zone show. Let's exalt these examples and let's not let's stop shitting on each other for find excuses to shit on things. Let's take it as the accomplishment that it is. So with that said, I would like to congratulate Kofi Kingston on his win, which was, it was just monumentous. The match is fantastic. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, the athleticism, the storytelling in it, it was pure wrestling. Had it main evented, it would have been uh, one of the greatest main events of all time. Uh, shout out to the women, by the way, who who tore it down. They also did a great job. Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's about representation. And here we have somebody who, if you had, a, had to choose a role model, he would not be a bad pick. Even in the times when he was down and out, when you want to talk about representation, he's a good man to have representing your your company. He's a good man to have uh, representing your brand. Uh, he's consistent because I, I went to go see a live show a couple of years ago, and there's like a – I went to go see Raw, and they shoot this little mini show called Superstars. There's a couple of throwaway matches that they shoot on the weekends to give you a recap of what happened that week. And he took on another very talented dude, uh, Cesaro, and it was an amazing match. And if you've ever been to a live show, you know you can't hear commentary and stuff. So to be that enthralled with a match, that's really a throwaway. And for me to remember it as visually as I do. And then I think even it won match of the week that week in like all the wrestling newsletters. It just shows how, how much talent uh, this man holds. So, yes. Kofi Kingston is now officially in the books for a lot of people, including those names I said before, because Booker T has been exalting him. He is the first African-American WWE champion. He's the first person to hold that belt and to be unabashedly black without a character that's supposed to be ghetto, like uh, Crime Time, which is an actual tag team. 
uh, without without somebody who's supposed to be some like sports megastar, like MVP, uh, who was an actual wrestler. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not, it blew away all the stereotypes. Uh, and he just made it there on pure storytelling and skill and wrestling. So yes, it is a big thing. Not just, not just within the context of being a wrestling fan. This is a big thing for pop culture, which a, a lot of wrestling is. Cause I know a lot of people who got uh, in trouble for telling people to suck it, know your role. Or if you've ever said SmackDown out of your mouth, that is all from wrestling. The rock was literally backstage and he said, Hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say, I'm going to lay the SmackDown. And the producers all looked at him and said, what the hell does that mean? And he said, I don't know, but I'm going to say it anyway. Cut forward, uh, almost 20 years and people are still saying it. it's still a thing and it's fantastic. So I'd like to just put that all uh, out there. Uh, yeah. It, take it what it is. That's why it's being reported in CNN and even Fox news brought it up. I, I saw that article. Um, that's why it's, it's, it's been big news. That's why it's being reported on. It, it's a big moment. This is a billion dollar company it's uh it's got more viewership and uh like views on YouTube and all that and social media than a lot of other major companies put together. I think more than NFL and uh the major league baseball put together. Uh it's fantastic. This is a it's an amazing thing and we should all just you know, exalt it for what it is. I saw uh yeah, there's a dumb person in my thing that said wrestling is fake. Yeah, wrestling is fake. What are you saying that for? Uh yeah, it's uh who is that? Oh, of course it's Aaron. Uh <laughs> thanks for that. Uh thanks Rob for uh everything you do. But yeah, it's like it's, that has nothing to do with what I just said. Thank you for your comments and all the people who are uh who are commenting online uh watching us live. Appreciate it as always. Um yeah, it's, uh that's what this is about. That's why everybody keeps talking about. It. Now, with that said, it was a great show. It was good mania. Six out of ten was better than I thought it was going to be. A lot of matches. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we called was correct. I was here with Dr. Scruffly and uh, Divine Intervention last week. Thank you for joining us. And my man, Mecha Kid. Shout out to him. Uh, they were all here, and we uh, we we just uh, we did our picks and everything, and we were pretty spot on. It was a very safe mania. Uh, it was a little too safe sometimes. It uh, felt a little static. But, um... Yeah, no, no, it was it was a great show. Uh, it wouldn't be the one where if you were trying to get a wrestling fan to like watch wrestling, it wouldn't be the one that I start with. Uh, actually, I'm I, I have a friend right now who wants. Uh, I, I asked her if she wanted to watch wrestling with me. She said yes. I'm going to watch this weekend's Takeover New York. That was amazing. Takeover Brooklyn was fantastic. If you're if you're not a wrestling fan or if you have a friend that's not a wrestling fan and you want them to watch something, that's what I would start them off on. Um, but also, if you just want to get into it, because we do talk about it a lot, now would be the time. WrestleMania is the closest thing to a season finale that you can get to. So all this stuff is kind of new. A lot of new people are going to de- be debuting. Uh, it's A lot of new storylines are popping off. We have a shitload of new champions. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see where we go from here. Uh, yeah, man, uh, it was a great show. Check it out. Try to see the highlights. Check out what you can on YouTube. And always remember that the app, uh, the WWE app, gives you a month free. And if, and after that is $9.99. But you can watch the pay-per-views and all the shows whenever you want. And they have a shitload of content, including original content, that I very much uh, enjoy. Uh, what else are we getting into? So, this has been a busy week. I've been playing Borderlands 
uh, off my ass and I need a little help. The you know the remaster came out and I haven't played in a long time. It's it is one of my favorite games. Uh, it is way different from Borderlands Two. I need help getting. What is it called? Uh, the legendary weapons. So if you guys have any tips on who's easy to farm for legendary weapons, that would be <laughs> greatly appreciated. But uh, Days End is coming out at the end. Of, uh, Days Gone is coming out. It's a PS4 exclusive with the Horde zombies. That one looks really cool. Uh, if you're if you're in my comments and everything, please tell me what you would like to see this year uh, so far. The because there's a lot of stuff uh, coming up. There's a lot of stuff coming up this year. It's, it's, it should be fun. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, and as far as movies, I saw Shazam. Shazam was really, really good. So <laughs> Aquaman and Shazam uh, have really kind of they've got. First of all, Shazam is better than Aquaman. I think it's also better than Wonder Woman. Um, it just tells the story really well. The acting is is what it's supposed to be. It's corny. But it's supposed to be corny, and the parts that are serious are actually the kids. Um, it j- it didn't feel like so off where I was pulled off. I also like that it it actually firmly plants his feet in that that DC universe. Uh, they mentioned Superman, they mentioned Batman. It's all real in this world. Superheroes are a thing in this world, so nobody's really shocked by what they see. Uh, it's it's really really great. What I don't understand about all the ads is that they don't show the villain but maybe it's because to look at the villain he's not very uh he's not very scary looking he's not very intimidating so that might be a big part of it is with him not being as intimidating as he looks they keep him out of the abs and everything yeah it's billy baston i know uh <laughs> billy baston was uh really great the kid who plays him uh, he's fantastic um all the kids were really, really good. Even the overly cutesy one. Uh, the story, I've never liked the Shazam story. It's just too much at once and a lot of corny stuff. But they did such a good job with it without changing much of anything that actually I like it now. It's the most cohesive bit of that storytelling. It's like they just broke it down for you. And I guess I had to see it visually, which is I know it's funny because it is comic books. I had to see it visually to really understand what I was looking at. And they did a great damn job. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I dug the hell of it. They did a great damn job. Um, the villain also was great. And over the years, it's been, it's kind of hard to show how powerful somebody is on screen. Sometimes they did a really great job with this one. Uh, especially the villain. I've, he was a little scary. He was so damn powerful. Uh, they gave him, they did everything that they were supposed to do. There isn't much as, yeah, it's a, it's a complete experience from beginning to end. It's got those tearjerker parts. Um, if I had to, uh, of course, it's the only movie that right now fresh in my mind is better is that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. There's something about that movie that's just so damn charming that, uh, that it put, kind of puts it over a lot of things, um, yeah. It's a, they they showed they showed a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, when they show, sorry, this is me reading comments from our live stream. Thank you again for all the people sh- uh, following live. Yeah, when they show Black Adam, The Rock w- with the next one, he will certainly be in the trailer. I actually don't think so. I actually don't think so. Uh, 
they've done enough setup where if The Rock was in the third one, or sorry, the, whoever they get to pick to be Black Adam in the third one, I I wouldn't mind. They're I think they're trying to establish the world of magic. So things like Mister Worm or Mister Mind, who was at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Um, he uh, it's it. He says something very interesting. It was like uh, the, you think that that's the only source for magic. And it's not. So I think they're going to dig into DC's magic world, which DC and Marvel, if you were to put compare them side by side, which everyone does, DC's magic is what puts it over for me, if anything were to put it over. Uh, Marvel does space stuff better. They do cosmic, the cosmic world better. The Phoenix, the Shire, uh, the Kree, the Scrolls, they do sp- uh, Galactus, they do space way better it's more established and cleanly done than than uh than dc has it that's why guardians work so well it's the same kind of attitude where it's just people in space it's people it's the same thing just and they did they do a really great job with it um dc not so much with that stuff but their magic is so great uh their world of ma- and it's nice and dark and where it has to be because of what it is um the characters are stronger from john constantine to uh zatanna is another one uh what's who's the green guy swamp thing swamp thing is amazing um shazam uh really puts puts there's a lot of things said in this movie that uh put shazam over for me as far as the the magical pantheon that goes into it even their use of gods with wonder woman and stuff is is better um yeah there's a uh, they do they, it's it's done so well that i had i had no complaints uh yeah but uh, if, if black adam i think it would be a throwaway it, I, there were so many scripts out there for shazam that where i'm positive black adam was going to be was going to be the uh the villain for this first movie and whoever uh, was it henry garden henry gaden is that who you're saying wrote this he uh for him to say no I'm going to keep it old school. I'm going to do Dr. Savannah and I'm going to shift his motivations and everything and, uh, and really, and really, uh, do a good job with, with who he is as a person was fantastic. Um, you, I can only, Dr. Savannah is not a very well-known villain. Um, in fact, all of Shazam stuff is really like almost carbon paste, copy and pasted from Superman. Dr. Savant is more Lex Luthor in the comics. He's just a super genius. His eye thing is a thing, but it can only like detect magic. Can't do anything crazy. Um, For what they did with the character to establish his power set and make him equal to Shazam was fantastic. I can only compare it to what they did with uh, Thanos because in the comics, Thanos is stupid his motivation is stupid i actually don't like uh i've never been a big fan of what they do with him in the comics the movie cleaned up his storyline they gave him this motivation that you can almost identify with which that's the secret to a good villain when you can look at the villain's motivation and everything and kind of like he's not necessarily wrong and you almost want to side with him but you know what he's doing is wrong uh that's that's the sign of a good villain you can put killmonger on that list and you can put uh, the other one, uh, Magneto is another one in the comics or whatever in interpretation you see him. Uh, he's he's a great villain. Magneto is probably the top villain to me 
And he's, again, it's not a power thing as much as it's motivations. Uh, they did a great job with Dr. Savannah in this one. Um, yeah. I can't believe Shazam fan was... Yes! Oh, so I don't know how spoilerly I'm trying to get, but they introduce a lot of elements from Shazam's story that I was shocked to see, especially so early. And so well done, because again, uh, the the Shazam pantheon, the Shazam family in the comics is such a stupid thing to me. It's so dumb, it just it dilutes the whole thing, it just... I don't know. It's it's just too much all at once, and I I really I'm not a fan of it. But uh, but what they do with it is uh is is really good. The the show it the setup uh, it's one of the it's great as far as an origin story and everything. It hit all the right beats for them too. Um, I yeah, I was I was shocked to see it myself. Uh, yeah, it's uh it's it's worth to see. It's probably DC's best movie so far. Um, yeah, I I so. DC has kind of caught this rhythm where they're like, yeah, I guess we need to establish these people before we just throw them all together in a movie. So Aquaman has been a hit for me. Um, that's why Wonder Woman worked, even though Wonder Woman gets, uh, I got to make a jerk off motion with that movie because that whole third act is atrocious. But it, uh, that's why it was such a hit with so many people, other than the fact that we're finally getting to see a Wonder Woman movie. Um, yeah, it's it's nowhere near as strong as... Actually, I'm going to say uh, this Shazam is the first DC movie where I could see it being as strong, if not stronger, than a, a chunk of the Marvel movies. And I, that's a big statement to say, but I, I, I like it. Uh, it, all, it all made sense to me. The story was there. Uh, yeah, it was it was great. It was great. This Even the setup for a lot of stuff in that movie was great. Um, the casting was, was stellar. I, I enjoyed the movie so much. Um, and it was, I, I like seeing, I forget the actor's name, but he's on the walking dead. He, he's the big guy that always protects King Ezekiel to see him in, in anything else. I was just happy to see him, even though I'd felt like he wasn't that great in this, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, I just, I just like him. He's got a good presence on screen and, uh, he, he's got, he's just a kind dude. Um, yeah. What did you guys think? Uh, I know Rob, I'm seeing Rob liked it. Uh, I got a lot of message about the movie, seeing people liked it. I, I dug it. I know, uh, Ken, my uh, so Ken, I, I mentioned him earlier. He uh, he he's like one of the producers here at Dead End Studios. He works on a lot of shows. He also has a lot of shows in here. He's going to do a full movie review uh, of Shazam, and I'm actually I think I might sit on him. What's the name of that show, Ken? Frames per second. Frames per second. So go to Dead End, uh, Dead End Studios, ATL.com, and check out our other podcasts and everything. Frames per second is the name on that one. I'll be a uh, guest starring on there for the Shazam review. They're also going to talk about Pet Cemetery and stuff like that. So so stay tuned. That's actually another great show here from Dead End Studios. Go to, dude, if you're trying to work on a podcast, stop bullshitting. Get your friends together. Come on down to Dead End Studios and get it done. It's worth it. Dead End Studios, ATL.com. Check out all their stuff on Facebook and stuff. Dead End Gaming, Dead End Hip Hop. Uh, yeah, I think actually if you look at our live stream right now, the links to at least two of the pages are right there. So just click on them and, and try to get in touch with these people because they do great work. Um, they also do Cheesy Controller and Two Piece in a Biscuit uh, along with my friend Cache. They just do damn good work here in Atlanta. Um, yeah, so uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, shout out to Kofi Kingston. Shout out to Jaiman Hansu, who was determined to make that Captain Marvel money, uh, whether it was DC or Marvel. So, I, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. Make your money, black man. Uh, 
it's been another episode uh, here. I'm just keeping it short today. It is just me. I'm rolling solo. I'm going to let these other guys get in the studio and do their damn thing. Um, keep on watching. Uh, keep on watching. Thank you for everybody and all your viewership. ATL Nerdcast on Twitter, ATL Nerdcast on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Spotify. Was it Google Pod, Google Cast, uh, Apple Podcast, all the regular places where you can get got. There's no excuses for uh, for not being able to find us. Uh, this episode is brought to you by what do I have around here? Coconut Lacroix. Uh, if you want to know what it's like to make out with a girl who recently had a pina colada, drink Coconut Lacroix. This, yeah, it tastes like TV static in Hawaii. So you guys have a great night. I will see y'all next week. Peace.